Have you ever wondered what it is about reaching for our dreams that feels so hard and requires so much of our own healing? Are you curious about how moving towards your own creativity might heal what's making you feel stuck? Well, that is why we made this show. I'll be having conversations with emotional health experts as well as artists, musicians, and creatives, all with the intention of resourcing and inspiring you to uncover your true creative self. I'm Courtney Lancaster, and this is the Heal Create Podcast. Welcome to the Heal Create Podcast. I am so happy you're here as usual. Today, I have something I want to share with you guys, a song that I have recorded and released, and I want to kind of talk about the backstory behind it and the creation process, because I had mentioned in the very beginning, if anyone listened to the intro episode, which I found out later that nobody does that. (laughs) But I had mentioned that I wanted to share some of my process as a creator and an artist around some of the things that I'm putting out into the world. And so this is this was just a great example of something that I'm doing that I wanted to share. So I have been working on a song for a while and recorded it last year, wrote it, started writing it in 2020, and I'm now releasing. And it is a song called Walk With Me. 2020 was a wild year. And one of the reasons why it was intense, besides the pandemic, besides all of the craziness around isolation and uh, lockdowns and all of the things, was because a lot of what was happening politically uh, was being discussed by groups that and friendships and family members that you may not have discussed that kind of stuff with. And I think for a lot of us, there were opinions that we might have had on different political issues that we never actually had to make explicit until 2020. And for me, that was certainly the case, but I am from a few different groups, uh, just culturally growing up in rather conservative culture and Um, conservative family, found myself having to think about things that I maybe never really thought about where I stood before and finding myself in conversations with people where we would come to find that we actually are on different sides of um, an issue as far as our opinions and our beliefs and our convictions go. And most of the time, and I hope that this is true for you as well, It didn't mean that there was a break in the relationship, but there were some times when I think some of us were afraid that it would mean that. Um, Very, very intense polarizing issues that year that, you know, we would hear about in the news and the media and um, they would be maybe around the dinner table or maybe the Zoom dinner table (laughs) if we couldn't meet together. Um, And that's kind of what this song is inspired by. It was a conversation that I was having with a family member in 2020. And we were talking about something that had happened in the news. And he said, well, you know, obviously we believe this, this, and this. And I had to stop and say, you know what? I actually don't. I don't agree with that. I don't believe that. And he said, well, surely you believe this about this, don't you? And I said, you know, I don't know exactly where I land on that, but if it turns out that I don't agree with you, are we going to be okay? And luckily this person said, 
Well, of course, because I love you. Um, I know that that hasn't been the case for some of us, and we found ourselves actually walking away from relationships because we've landed on two different sides of a really important issue, and there wasn't enough in the relationship to keep it together after that. And this song is all about asking that question. If it turns out that I actually have a different opinion or a different stand on something, will are we going to be okay? Will you still walk with me? For me, I had also been going through so much of my own kind of religious deconstruction, technically deconstruction, and really looking at um, the religion that I had grown up in and kind of thinking about, gosh, what do I think about these things? Because when you're born and raised in a culture, you know, you're the fish that doesn't know that it's in water. It was just a part of my language and a part of my belief system. It was programmed into me since I was, you know, a baby. And there was so much beauty and goodness that came from the religion that I grew up in. And I also had to decide if I wanted to stay in that religion or if I wanted to step into this connection to God that had more to do with spirituality than with the rules of a culture, which would be, you know, a religion. And, and that was really tricky because I was a leader in this, in this group and, uh, had always been involved in these certain belief systems without questioning them. And then, the more that I went on and I would be singing the songs and, you know, attending the services of um, these groups of people where I found myself disagreeing, sometimes in a more neutral way and sometimes really, really strong, like this isn't right disagreements. And it got trickier to sing the songs and attend the services <laughs> for a season until I, you know, found my place and my way and kind of recalibrated my life, me and my husband, around like what we do find to be true. And um, there are some lines in this song that talk about that. So it talks about how it being the song I wrote. So I, <laughs> I talk about, I've been hiding behind other people's words, other people's melodies. I've behind, I've been hiding behind other people's words so that you might notice me, but never really know me. And if it turns out I'm not who you thought I was supposed to be, would you still walk next to me? And I think that is honestly a really universal journey for every single person, either coming of age or transitioning into, you know, this next iteration of who they truly are, coming back home to themselves, stepping into their authenticity. You know, you always are worried, even if you're just pursuing your dreams and you're kind of admitting, I actually have these dreams that I, I want to step into, these things I want to create, and you're moving into those places I think that there is a fear, a very like primal survival fear that wonders, am I going to be okay? Are you guys still going to love me if I do this? Um, and then a scarier place is, you know, are you still going to love me if I believe this different thing than you guys believe? Because, you know, shared common beliefs is gives us a sense of belonging, I think. And I hope that so many of us after 2020 realize that that doesn't have to be a pre-work prerequisite for belonging is this, we believe everything the same, but that we have, you know, learned and hopefully are continuing to learn how to see people for people and to really love people, even that disagree with you. And so, um, when I wrote this song and I got to the bridge, it was really the realization that, oh, I blamed other people and them not agreeing or them not accepting 
that I'm growing and changing, them not accepting that I believe something different. And I blamed them for feeling stuck and feeling like I had to hide without realizing I have the power. I have the power here. I can step out whenever I want to. I can move towards my dreams and goals and pursue you know, my convictions and really get clear on what I believe. No one's actually holding me back. I'm a grown up now. No one's actually keeping me small. No one's actually making me hide. And so the bridge says, if I was restless behind your fences in your defense, I didn't want it any other way. Every excuse was only mine to make. If I was restless behind your fences in your defense, I didn't know that I could break away. So basically I've had to defend other people to myself and saying, hey, nobody's actually trying to keep you down. And anybody that that was maybe trying to scare me or tell me like you shouldn't believe that or that's dangerous. I could see them as the person that was really like acting out of love even if I or acting out of their fear. Nothing still that actually kept me small or kept me needing to be small. It was all just a bunch of humans doing their human thing. And I re- recognized like, oh, like you weren't actually like secretly like trying to manipulate or trying to keep me really um, small or inside the club that, you know, I, I thought that you were trying to keep me in. I have the power. I can step into my myself, my authenticity, my beliefs. And so that's what this song is about. And it came, it came to me when I was sitting down writing by my fake fireplace in my house in Reading. <laughs> it's a true story. There was a fake fireplace. And um, I sat down and this, this melody and the lyrics for the first half of the song came immediately. And then I tried to work it out with a few people in co-write sessions over the next year and I could never really get it. It never felt right. I never could really get it where I wanted it to go. And it just sort of left this like half finished song that I loved. Um, Eventually I was driving one day and I continued to like work with it and worked out the, the lyrics. And I'm always, always inspired by other songs first. So, um, when I hear a song that I love or that I really am inspired by the, the, the rhythm or the melody or the way that the singer, you know, sings these different phrases, I am always trying to like take that inspiration and use it towards what I'm creating. And that had happened to me with a couple different songs with this. Um, and I was driving and I was listening to music and I was feeling really inspired and I was, um, trying to work out some, I think there was like a couple Taylor Swift songs in the way that she would um, sing different phrases that I had never really heard anybody sing like in that kind of way. And I was working with that. There was a Genevieve Stokes song that I really loved um, that I was called Surface Tension that I was really loving the drive um, and the melancholy of that song, but there was still sort of a yearning in it. There was... Um, Stevie Nicks was a big inspiration for the song and I ended up working out the bridge and the second verse. And then I ran it by my friend, Gable Price, who helped me to work out just like the layout of it and make sure it was all good to go. And then I took it into the studio. And this is my first time in the studio, like in an actual studio that wasn't like my friend's bedroom, um, (laughs) where we were working out how we kind of wanted it to sound. And immediately we had different ideas. So the producer and I had different ideas for how it was going to sound. And he wanted it to be something totally different. And I think because I was so clear on what I wanted for the song, it was a little bit easier, a little bit easier for me to 
um, say, no, I, I actually, I want this exact chord progression and I kind of want this beat. And I showed him a few of the inspiration songs and then we were able to get on the same page and it ended up being just exactly what I, what I wanted and loved. We did the vocals on a one take. It was a, the very first take that I did is the take that you hear on the track. And it was, you know, so often when you're doing, when you're tracking vocals, you have the opportunity to go back and do it again and again, do each phrase over and over. I think Billie Eilish does like 200 takes on her vocals per song to get the perfect sound for each phrase that she's singing. And that wasn't this producer's style. He wanted like a one human take. So that's what this take was. And there are a couple of things that if I listen to it, just to be honest, then I'm like, oh, I wish I could do that like one word over or that phrase over. But I did give it a really human quality that I really like. And um, definitely has that that Fleetwood Mac kind of vibe, maybe even more than I intended or realized. And that's okay with me. I mean, there's a book called um, Steal Like an Artist by Austin Kleon that I recommend every single artist and creative to get because basically his idea is that there's no such thing as original art. We're all creating from something that we've heard and then we make it our own. And that used to be really common back in the Renaissance era. They would have like colonies of artists and they would all be using each other's art to create their own. And it was really normal. And um, now I think it's more taboo where we want a lot of artists get really stuck with wanting to create something that's so, so original that they have nothing. (laughs) There's a reason for that. It's because everything that you want to create was inspired by something else. Everything. That's the way that it is. We're all working off of each other in this really beautiful communal way. And so this song has a few different influences and a very strong Fleetwood Mac influence. And I love it. Um, So that's kind of the story of the creation process of this song. Um, I learned so, so, so much. It's probably the song that I'm most proud of um, because it was an idea that I had that I feel like turned out really clearly and the way that I wanted. And I was able to express it in the way that I had hoped for. And it was really exciting. So that's all. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I just wanted to play you guys out with this song and hope that you enjoy. This is called Walk With Me. I was hiding behind other people's words, other people's melodies. I've been hiding behind other people's words so that you might notice me, but never really know me. And if it turns out, if it turns out, I'm not who you thought I was supposed to be. If it turns out, if you find out we're on different sides, wanting different things, would you still walk, walk next to me? Would you still walk, walk next to me? Heaven knows that I tried, never fit quite right, every dream that you had. For me, you could find me behind every painted smile, just your average pageant queen. But if it turns out, if it turns out, I'm not who you thought I was supposed to.
If it turns out, if it turns out 